Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. When you were a little child, when you were born, you were closer to your Creator at that time than you've ever been since. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Are You Caught Up? And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi everyone, this is Roland. Welcome. The reason I'm here is because it's good for me to talk to you. You know, birds sing, fish swim, deer run through the forest, and I talk. And if I say something that happens to be helpful, then that's good. If I plan ahead what I'm going to say, see, it never fails. Before it's time for me to make a program, through my mind are running all kinds of ideas. Some of them seem very clever. Things to talk about, about politics, about society, about all kinds of things. And they seem so clever, but who knows where they come from? It's like a a radio. You turn on your radio. And you twist the dial around, and all of a sudden, there's something there. Where does it come from? You don't know. Maybe if you listen long enough, you can hear the call letters of the station, but you get what I'm saying. Let's say I pick up a book, and I start to read it. Where did those ideas come from? Well, from someone else at some other time, and they're no longer fresh. They're no longer alive. They're no longer in real time, and they're not from the heart. I remember one time a lady said, from my husband, a dozen red roses, but from my little child, a handful of dandelions will do. So let me talk from the heart. Maybe my handful of dandelions will turn into a lifetime of roses for you. What is your problem? I'm speaking in general to the average person out there. And if what I say doesn't apply to you, then don't worry about it. But what I say does apply to most people. Your problem is, first of all, you get upset too easily. Everything gets to you. Everything bothers you. Everything upsets you. This upsets you. That upsets you. And then when you're not upset by something and you sit around and think, and your thinking upsets you. And if you're not doing that, then you're sitting around with your friends at work. The price of this is going up, and the interest rates are going up, this and that, and this and that. All designed to just get you caught up in some kind of issue that upsets you. So. Wouldn't it be much better to be calm? In the Old Testament, God said, Be still and know that I am God. When you are upset, when you're excited, when you're worried about this or planning about that or thinking about what happened or nervous or agitated or impatient, You are not still. So why don't you do what God told you to do? He said, 
be still. How many books have been written about Christianity and about religion and about spirituality and about finding peace of mind and about finding happiness and how many books are there out there written? And apparently people are looking for those things because they keep buying those books and they keep going to seminars and they keep going to meetings and they keep studying and somehow they haven't found it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have to keep looking. See if you found it. Let's suppose you found your creator. You found a bond with him. And you lived in his light and walked with God. And why would you need to read another book? Why would you need to go to another meeting? Why would you need to study anything? Because you already had it. You already had it. You wouldn't need to go ask anybody or search here or search there or read this or study that or watch this or attend this meeting or this group. You wouldn't need to do any of that because you already had it. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's going to be a big surprise to you. You already had it when you were a little child. When you were born, you were closer to your Creator at that time than you've ever been since. Do you have a question for Roland? If so, call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Eight eight five one. If people hadn't messed with you, if they hadn't emotionalized and upset you and threatened you and scared you and pressured you and, and motivated you, and you had just grown as the good Lord intended, you would never have fallen away from it, most likely or not too much, a little bit. And as soon as you fell away from it, you would have come scurrying back. But somehow you lost it. You already had it. You were close to your creator. You had your innocence, and you could see, and you could intuit. You could see, and you you couldn't put words on things quite yet, because you were just a little child. You couldn't verbalize what you saw, but you saw, wordlessly you saw. Well, you saw in God's light. But you lost it. And how did you lose it? You became upset. You became angry. You became emotionalized. And the world was very powerful, and it pulled you to look out there for the things that you thought would bring happiness. You thought they were, they were going to be out there. And so you looked out there. But when you kept looking out there, you forgot about what was inside And before long, you couldn't find what you once had. And then you kept looking out in the world. So maybe if your search is sincere, and then a lot of people give up looking. That's right. They think they already have the answer. They go to their experts, and they listen to the people who are so clever. And 
They feel like they've already found the answer. And they do what they're told, and but things never work out quite right, do they? Well, why not find the source? The source of love, the source of wisdom, the source of understanding. Then when you have that, you found everything. Christ talked about the pearl of great price. Hey, if you find that, you've got it all. You understand? So once upon a time, you had it. But like most people, it happens to all of us. You fell away from it. See, you you didn't think much of your intuition. You didn't think much of what you, you do. You doubted yourself. And the people out in the world were very clever, and they made you feel like you didn't know anything, and that they were a lot smarter than you are, and so you followed them and did what they asked you to do and told you to do. So now all you have to do is come back to what you once had. Become as, what did Christ say? Didn't he say, unless you become as a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. So you have to become as a little child, refine the inner light and walk in that light. And now you know it as only as anxiety or as conscience. You know it as 2020 hindsight. But if you were walking with God, then it wouldn't be hindsight anymore. It would be present sight and foresight. You understand? Refine your creator and then flow from him. And when people say, do this and do that, check with your intuition. When you read this or that, just check with your intuition. Always have your intuition there with you. Always it's there. And if something doesn't sit quite right with you, then just don't do it. If you're not sure about something, then just wait until you know. And wait, and then all of a sudden, you will know. Because God will show you what you need to know. He will let you know what you need to know, and it'll be, it'll come from within, and it'll be private, and it's just a beautiful thing. So I think, I think I've made my point. You need your intuition. You must flow from your intuition. And everything else you're not so sure about. Now you got it backwards. You listen to other people and believe what they say, and you're not so sure about what you know in your heart. How many times could you kick yourself? You know something's not quite right about something, but you buy it anyway, and then afterwards you think, what would I do that for? See? Or you could have waited, and you, you would have gotten one free. How many times has that happened? Or you could have waited, and a week later was on sale for a fourth of the price. Well, how many times have somebody said, oh, you got to do this, you got to rush for this and this and this, and then you do it, and then, oh, my God, you wish you hadn't. You've been better off. Wasn't it Pascal who said people's problems come from not being able to sit quietly in a room? Something like that. Well, you'd be much better off to spend some time sitting quietly. First thing in the morning, sit quietly. Hey, close your eyes. And when you close your eyes, what do you see? When you close your eyes, what do you see? You see little sparkles of light, little twinkles of light on the inside of your eyelids. Very delicate glow of light. If you go into a dark room, like I've always said, in our house we have a, a half bath downstairs. It's a half bath. And this half bath is for guests. You know, if guests come over, then that's where they go to wash their hands before dinner or what have you. 
Well, it's just a little half bath that it doesn't have a window. It doesn't have a window. So if you close the door, it's really, really dark. If I go into my half bath and then I sit quietly, yeah, I can fold up a towel and put it on top of the toilet lid and it's nice and soft. And then I sit quietly there and close my eyes. And what do I see? Little, a little delicate glow of light. Like I've always said, you could go out, you could get on a spaceship and go a million miles into outer space. And out there you could close your eyes and you would see a light. That's light from God. It's God's spiritual light. And it's always there. But when you fall into your thoughts, when you fall into the virtual reality of your thoughts, when your imagination lights up and out shouts the still small voice, then you're lost in those thoughts, see. But instead, sit quietly and look at the little particles of light, little, the little pixels of light, the little patterns of light, the little delicate glow of light on the inside of your eyelids. Just look at that. And while you're doing that, you can sit quietly and become aware of your hands. Your hands are in your lap. Become aware of your hands. Just notice your hands very, very delicately. Notice your hands. You'll feel your hands. You'll feel the blood flowing into your hands. You'll feel a little bit of, uh, of warmth in your hands. Just notice your hands. See the light, delicate light on the inside of your eyelids, and be aware of your hands. And now you are sitting quietly and peacefully, and it's beautiful. You're communing with the inner light from God. And sometimes thoughts will, will arise, and they will try to take you away from this delicate communion with the inner light. They'll try to take you away from it and just notice the thought and let it pass. It'll dissolve away. Just notice it. Don't fall into it. And if you accidentally do fall into a thought and you go drifting away with the thought, drifting away about what you did or what you have to do today or whatever, then all of a sudden you'll just notice that you're lost in that thought and then now you're back in the present again. So isn't that beautiful? That's it. God said, be still and know that I am God. Experience reality. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a piano teacher and a choral accompanist. One of my favorite types of piano music is Spanish music, such as that composed by Enrique Granados and Isaac Albeniz. I played all of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as the one you're listening to now. The Granada from the Suite Española by Isaac Albeniz. Spanish music forms a wonderful background music for a message about coming back to the past that God has for you. If you like the music of Albeniz, keep listening to Shedding Shackles 
and you'll hear other of his compositions. And now, once again, here's Roland Trujillo. Then all of a sudden, you'll just notice that you're lost in that thought, and then now you're back in the present again. So isn't that beautiful? That's it. God said, be still and know that I am God. Experience reality. Then go out in the world, and you'll take a little bit of that wholeness with you. You will actually have a little bit of calmness. And where does that calmness come from? It comes from your Creator. He is calm. He is patient. You will take that with you into the world. And the things that used to upset you won't upset you anymore. You'll have a sense of being a little bit distant. Yeah, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. And you go about. And when someone comes up with an issue, you hear what they have to say. And if something comes to you to respond, then you respond. And if nothing comes to you, then there's nothing to say. But you have this calmness. There'll be something different about you. People will notice it. And that's all you have to do. Spend a little time. You know, I've always said three times a day. Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at lunch, and five minutes in the evening. Call it meditation. Call it whatever you want. It's being still. God said, be still. So that's it. Just be still. Be still. Do what he asked you to do. And could be a very wonderful thing. Do you have a question for Roland? If so, call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Leave your name, the city you're calling from, and your message, and Roland may answer your question on the air. Hi everyone, this is Roland. I want to add a little something to today's program. I want to talk to you about um, about freedom, and I'll do so in terms of its opposite. And what is its opposite? Its opposite is being possessed. Possessed by something. So when you start to think about what it is that ruins your life, Isn't it obligation, worries, doubts, something that you don't want to face, something that you don't want to do, something that's intimidating you and scaring you, or something that you can't say no to, that you keep going back to over and over again, even though you don't want to, whether it's a relationship or some images or a substance, or whether it's... Even natural things like eating can come to dominate you when you you do it too much. And then 
They're the problems that we bring upon ourselves by eating too much or working too much or exercising too much. Then all of a sudden there's a knee injury or a back injury. And soon, whatever it is that you've fallen into, it begins to possess you. It possesses your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your consciousness, your awareness, your attention. Let's focus for just a moment upon attention. It gets your attention, it holds your attention, and it won't let it go. And then you keep going back over and over again, whether it's fascination, whether it's resentment, whether it's trying to figure something out, whether it's trying to understand. How many times have you fallen for somebody that treats you like dirt? You can't understand why, and you want them to like you and to be nice to you, and you're trying to figure them out and how, why they are the way they are, and it can become a total obsession. Or you get involved with some little thing. You buy something, and it fails. And then you have to take it back, and you write a negative review about it, and you tell all your friends about it. It can take up so much time. How many of you have picked up your iPhone, and then it's half an hour or an hour or two hours later that you emerge from whatever it was that had fascinated you along the way? So you see, all of these things are sort of sin. I will use the word sin. What is sin? It's anything that you do that separates you from your Creator and from awareness of Him and from the understanding and the realizations and the insights and the motivation and the love that comes from Him and the correction that comes from Him. Anything that separates you, see, because you were made to be close to him. And anything that separates you from him is not good for you. And so anything that can capture your attention and separate your attention, anything that can capture your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, anything that can capture your time, anything that involves you, see, into it is potentially very not good for you. Now, I know that we have issues. We have a family. There are things to do. There is work to do. There are obligations, proper ones to take care of. There are so many things that we do have to do, yes. But you must learn to do them so that they don't take you over. Do them with a light touch. Do them like when you were a little kid, and you rushed here and you rushed there, and you did this and that, and you made your bed and you brushed your teeth and you ran outside and played, then you read something and then you went and played with your puppy. It just did one thing after another, and there was no... It wasn't sticky. It wasn't muddy. It didn't pull you into it. You see what I mean? Each of the things you did, you did lightly, and then you went on to something else. You have to learn to go through life like that. 
with each little thing that comes along. You deal with it, and then you move on. You see how, how that works? So if you have something to do, then just do it. But don't think about it, worry about it, dread it. Just do it. And above all, don't resent it, because that will definitely pull you into it. If you have some work to do, then just do it. If there's something that somebody wants you to do, and you can do it, and it's proper for you to do it, then do it. If you don't want to do it, then just don't do it. But don't spend all your time worrying about it, second-guessing about it, fretting over it, planning for it, scheming for it. Live life simply. You can have things, but just don't let them possess you. You can help people, but don't give too much. You can think about things, but don't let it become a fascination. Just lightly. And the most beautiful, the most wonderful way of living, the one where you're not lost in things and enmeshed in them and carried away by them and burdened by them, is the life that God gives you. He gives you a life that begins with Him, and it's peaceful, and it's calm, and it's filled with delight, and it's motion and rest flowing from, beginning from Him, from realizations that He gives you, insights that He gives you. They're always sweet, and they don't pull you into them and hold you and distract you and compel you. It's free. It's beautiful. It's simple. It's like when you were a little child. You must find the kind of life that He will give you, not the life that other people will create for you, because what they will create for you is a living hell of being enmeshed and burdened and troubled, and you feel like you can't get away, you can't get loose, you can't get free. And the longer it goes on, the more guilty you feel, and the more you feel like you have to stick with whatever they have for you so you get the benefit that they promised you. They keep dangling the carrot in front of you, and so you stay longer and longer, and before long your life is gone. Find a way to have a life that comes from your Creator, a beautiful life, a simple life, something like you had when you were a little child. And you will be fulfilled, it will be complete, It'll be simple, it'll be sweet, it'll be joyous, and it will be the most wonderful life from your Creator. That is what you must find. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Thank you.
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.